welcome to our Lenten podcast. The scripture reading is Luke chapter 19, starting in verse 41. As he approached Jerusalem and saw the city, he wept over it and said, If you, even you, had only known on this day what would bring you peace, but now it is hidden from your eyes. The days will come upon you when your enemies will build an embankment against you and encircle you and hem you in on every side. They will dash you to the ground, you and the children within your walls. They will not leave one stone on another because you did not recognise the time of God's coming to you. In another one of these challenging passages from the scriptures, the the Greek word that is used to describe Jesus weeping over Jerusalem is that of a person wailing or or sobbing. I think sometimes, um, certainly this is true of me, but um, we feel guilty um, sometimes expressing sort of raw feelings like sadness or anger. The problem, I think, is that when we deny our our pain, we deny our losses, we deny all those things that we're feeling, you know, particularly after a year like the one we've all been through, um, the danger is that we can transform slowly into these sort of empty shells, if you like, with just kind of smiley faces painted on them. But when we begin to allow ourselves to feel a much wider range and breadth of emotions, you know, including sadness, depression, fear, and anger. This kind of profound change takes place in our relationship with God. C.S. Lewis says that we should bring to God what is in us, not what ought to be in us. We should bring to God what is in us, not what ought to be in us. The, the oughts um, tend to keep us from telling the truth. They, they also keep us from feeling the truth, especially the truth about our own pain. When Jesus realizes that, you know, the nearness of his own death, he, he goes to a quiet place and he prays. We're told that he agonizes, you know, with loud crying and tears. Um, we're also told that he, you know, he fell to the ground where he prayed fervently and, and sweated profusely. You know, this is no sort of picture-perfect portrait. This is, this is a real um, demonstration, a real example to us of how we pray and how we're invited to pray when the earth beneath our feet begins to shake. The reality is that we pray however we can, with whatever words we can, and sometimes our words fail us and we literally are just groaning. We're praying almost with our sweat and with our tears. We're praying with whoever is left with us who will sit with us in the darkness of that moment. There's a question to consider is, How might it change your prayer life if you were to bring to God what is actually in you and not what you think ought to be in you? How might it change your prayer life if you were to bring to God what is actually in you and not what you think ought to be in you? Father, I admit that I'm often afraid and and honestly I'm embarrassed to openly tell you all that's going on inside me, even though I know that you know it already. 
by your Holy Spirit, teach me what boldness in prayer looks like as I draw near to your throne of grace. In Jesus' name, amen. Mm -hmm.